One day, an entire world woke up in a civilization destroyed, with no memory of what brought them to their demise. For 2,000 years, the people rebuilt, from the first communities banding together to fight the monsters in the dark, to bustling technomantic metropolises. Against this backdrop, the ordinary folk played out their extraordinary lives. These are their stories. This is the Chronicles of Styropos. Hi, squad. Uh, hello? Got squad? Nope. Okay. It's just me. Just me today in Styropos Towers. Well, just me and, and you guys, the listeners. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome to episode four. Very exciting. A very uh, exciting episode, as always. All right. So I wanted to take this opportunity today to just talk to you guys, the listeners. First off, a huge thank you to everyone who has been tuning in every Monday, listening to episodes. We've got a, a what well, more than I would ever have imagined uh, people downloading every Monday and listening. So yeah. thank you so much for that. Yeah, if you are listening and you enjoy what we're doing, then please feel free to hit that like button. Maybe even if you're feeling very generous, give us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. We are pretty active on social media. So, well, I say social, social media, we're very active on Twitter. So please feel free to come down to Twitter and uh, interact with us at Styropos. Tweet at us, let us know what you think, say hello. And yeah, if you think this is something that's worth sharing which we think it is then let your friends let everyone else know about it and um i'll stop nattering and let you guys get on with the episode Uh, so here's the recap i just i think it would be helpful if there was a way of getting a message to barbie earlier you're going to break into the compound without the support of your friends break in no sneak in yes i'm not really sure there's much he can do so i think he's just like playing fetch with fenris I am going to try to find a orc who is maybe wandering around the town or something. I don't want to talk to whatever you are. Well, you know, see someone who looked a bit sad, I'd like to try and cheer him up when you, um, you know, let me know you're... what's going on. Why do you think that an orc like me would be invited to a party like that? A group of young elven men have arrived at the orc compound and they are shouting. A small group of orcs are gathering. You notice that kind of hanging towards the back is that smaller orc that you nearly killed but didn't yesterday. And after a while, the group of elves turn to leave and the one who was leading the ruckus turns back and he points at this little orc and he shouts something. Well, I um, heard you might need some blacksmithing done in preparation for the festival, so I thought I'd come by and, um, you know, just try my luck. Gone in. He's in the main house. So, Caleth, you make your way in and you head towards this house. What are you doing? I think while I'm going, I'm just looking around, keeping an eye out, trying to spot anything perhaps about the the younger orc that was mentioned to me outside and also just any salient important features that I might need to be aware of if we're going to sneak in particularly guard details around the main house or any additional preparations that are being made for the party tonight roll me a perception check 13 
With the 13, you can spot the kennels. There is quite a few dog kennels around here and hanging around outside of them, you can see mastiffs. And as you walk past them, you can see that they give you a big sniff and the mastiffs are quite clearly aware that you do not smell like they expect an orc to smell. And as you try to walk past, they sort of prick their ears up and they start to walk towards you. I'm just looking up the minor illusion spell. I don't know whether I can do an illusion of some kind of smell. Um, Pretty sure minor illusion is visual only. Or I can do a sound. Walk far. <laughs> if I have prestidigitation, I can make a dirty stink. Can I see anything nearby that maybe some food or something else that would be quite a strong smell. Perception check. Eight. No. Okay. I think then I just want to... This is tough because I feel like I'm going to get wolved uh, or dogged. No, that sounds wrong. I feel like I'm going to get... Um... <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get dogged, are you, Alex? It's a different podcast now. <laughs> X-rated. I feel like I'm going to get set upon by dogs and it's going to be very difficult to talk my way out of that. I can do sounds with minor illusion, so I would like to make an illusion of a large crash, like something falling down, that is going to distract everybody, including the dogs. Deception check. It's a 13. Yeah, so you do, you make a big, big crash and a clatter, and you can see just for that briefest instant, the dogs look over, and they have got their attention elsewhere. Me and Arnie. Roll a perception check. 16. 13. Both of you, as you're looking around, you're trying to keep an eye on what's going on. You can spot a young high elf walking towards the iron fencing and they are looking around suspiciously. They're clearly trying to stay hidden, but they're not doing a great job. On the outside of the camp? Yes. Okay, that's not good. Are they near us? They are probably about 50 foot away from you. Do I recognise them? Roll an intelligence check. I have advantage on relative intelligence checks. He's an elf. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a 15 or... I'll take the 15. During your time as a mercenary, you have worked for the Thunderstones and the Amastasius. You recognise this as Reuven Amastasia. Oh, Reuven. He's a friend. Do, we know, do I know it's a friend? You do not know they are Caliph's friend, no, but you do know they are an Amastasia. How, do, how well do I know them? Like, do I know their character? No, you would have seen them from a distance and you would have known them briefly within conversations with other elves. Uh-huh. But they are young, so they're not in charge of fighting armies, mercenaries, where you would have been, so you would only know them tangentially. Okay, so I don't know that they are... Fairly mentally stable and quite a nice chappy. Chappy is a non-binary term, by the way. I use that for everybody. Yeah, you would not know. You wouldn't know that, no. You would You would know of them, but you don't know that they are nice and stable and polite. Uh, should I confront this person? Am I disguised yet? I kind of, while I was crawling no. on the floor having tripped on my face, I did rub my beard in some mud in a panic to try and disguise myself from the orc. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like at least my beard is no longer ginger. I'm not sure I'm going to give you that one. 
I think it's going to take a bit more than some tree dirt. Are they carrying anything suspicious or anything? Roll a perception check. Uh, 16. No, they have their hands in their pocket and they look specifically quite distressed. You can see them kind of chewing their lip. You can see them scratching their head. You can see them folding their arms. You can see they are quite specifically distressed. I want to slide down the tree. I think I'm just going to go and chat to chat to them. Okay. Wait, no. Arnie would never initiate a conversation if he didn't have to. Omi would. Omi slides down the tree and walks towards them. Are you approaching as normal or are you approaching stealthily? I want to stealth. I want to get closer, but still... Like, at ground level, but, like, hide behind a tree so I can get closer and see what they're up to, seeing if they're doing anything sauce. Roll me a stealth check. Nine. You step on a branch and it goes crack. I immediately, like, cartoon hide by myself behind a tree. I don't even know what kind of roll that would be. I'm not necessarily sure it works. It's just what Omi would do. Yeah, um, I would say roll a dex check to see if you can slide away the rolls are going down seven you picked like a sapling (laughs) and you're just bright blue and there's a sapling there and you can see them kind of back away and kind of clutch their hands in and they say who's there who's there no one is it that blue thing behind the tree maybe look it's fine it's fine i'm just out for a walk like you don't you don't look very just out for a walk yeah no i'm just you out for a walk too mate I often walk around here. Yeah, me too. Me too. You meet a lot of strange people when you go for a walk around here. You do, don't you? Yeah. Is there any particular reason you've chosen to walk here, of all places that one could walk? Roll an insight check. Twelve. They are... They're not overtly hostile, but it feels almost like you've caught a child with their hand in the biscuit tin. They're obviously doing something they're not supposed to be doing. And they're obviously concerned that they've been caught. Is your walking around related to the festivities later, for example? I don't know what you mean. Don't know what you mean. Oh, orc compound. Oh, it's the oh orcs. Yeah, it's the orcs that live around here. Funny how you run into places like that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arnie is just going to butt in at this point. Rather uncharacter- uncharacteristically, but he's been like trying to figure out where he knows them from. And he's finally realised it, and like in his in like thrill at having remembered a fact, he kind of forgets his social anxiety and just goes, "Raven." Yeah. Uh. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and yes. now he's he's panicking again. Hi. Uh. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I just. I recognise you from somewhere. I. Uh... I think I worked for your brother. Which one? Got a few. Got a few brothers. I'm not good with names. No, uh, no, me neither. Anyway, yes, lovely day for a walk around the Orc compound. Very non-suspiciously, isn't it? Seems like there's a lot of people having very innocent walks that just happen to have taken them past the Orc compound. And then possibly when they've walked past the Orc compound, they've had an idea about something they could do when they're at the Orc compound. Isn't that what you think? Roll a... What are you trying to do with this elf? Are you trying to make them trust you? Are you trying to get them to spill the secrets? I'm trying to trip them up in terms of throwing them off guard and getting them to spill the beans as to what they're actually doing here. So are you looking... F- it's a charisma check of some kind, but which charisma are you going for? I don't really know. 
I feel like it'd be deception, like you're trying to tr- trick him. It's almost like sleight of hand, but for your voice. <laughs> might be the definition of a deception check, to be honest. Sleight of hand for your voice. <laughs> if it's a deception. Uh, eight. No, ten. With a ten, you can almost see them warming towards you slightly. You might be a sea elf and they a high elf, but you are at least elves. And you can almost see them warming towards you and relaxing a little bit. And they say, yeah, yeah, funny how these things happen. What about you? So it's more the situation that I was hoping I would get here. And then the thought would like magically come to me. It hasn't quite happened, but I'm hoping if I do a couple more laps of the compound, you know. Uh, what about you? Are you meeting anyone here to, you know, just walk with? I hope so. Yeah, I, I kind of hope so. Who are you looking for? A friend of mine. A friend of mine. Um, Does that friend have a name? You haven't seen any uh, any elf women hanging around here, have you? No. Uh, high elves? About yay tall, black hair, bluish skin, looks a bit like me, but girlier. Talks a bit like this. I think I know the one you mean. Not seen her. She was due to meet me for a walk. She uh, left me a letter to meet her here for a walk. I don't know if you've seen her. If you do find this uh, this elfin lady, would she by any chance be uh, having some kind of ceremony coming up soon? Might be. Might be. And... Should you find her, would you be accompanying her to this ceremony? Well, if she were having a ceremony, it would be in, oh, say, a month, three weeks. And it might be a ceremony that I'm uh, not sure she wants to participate in. And, and how would you feel about her not wanting to participate in this ceremony? Well, I think I'd need to talk that over with her, wouldn't I? I don't think this conversation is it's giving Arnie or Amy any clear idea of whether you're actually, like, an ally to Caelith or just, like, a family member. Roll an insight check. There is a check for that. You can roll dice to work it out. Yeah, because talking ain't getting us anywhere. <laughs> it's almost as if we were playing Dungeons and Dragons with dice. It's the most roundabout innuendo conversation I've ever heard. <laughs> I got 12. With a 12, you can certainly work out that this is someone who loves Caleth very, very much. And you imagine that they would probably want the best for her. What that means, it's hard to discern, but you certainly know this is someone who loves Caleth dearly. Okay. Well, um, Reuven, this aforementioned uh, elven lady, she might not look like an elven lady right now. She often doesn't... Come, we're both talking about the same... We're talking about Caleb, aren't we? Oh, thank God. I've never had to concentrate on anything that much before. Finally. <laughs> Guys, I'm, I'm not good at the subterfuge. No, it's really tricky. I, I don't like it. I normally get Kay to do that for me. I normally get Kay to do that for me. But then she's not here, and then I had to pretend to... Which is a nightmare. I know. It's bloody awkward, isn't it? Okay, right. We are all talking... Okay, you're Kay's friends. This is fine. You're the... Are you the guys from the pub? Probably. Yeah. Oh, gods. I know all about you guys. Okay, you're the guys from the pub. What is going on? 
she's left me this letter. There's an orc, some orc. I don't know what's going on. Is she done? Has she done something stupid, please? Yes. So I'm not very good at judging whether or not things are stupid, but she is currently on the other side of that wall, if that helps. I define that as pretty stupid. She looks like an orc, though. Oh, that makes things better. Oh. Like, we're trying to talk to Barbie, and we didn't really know how to do that. Barbie? Who's Barbie? Her girlfriend. Oh my god. You don't mean Barbara and Thunderstone. Probably I do. We think that's who Barbie actually is. It's been a bit, a bit of a crazy 24 hours, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can see that. It turns out our drinking buddy for the past, past we'll have a long, like, six months, is actually a princess and, and is actually in love with another princess who we also thought was a blacksmith. Honestly, I really don't quite know what I'm getting myself into. And next time I go to a town, I think I'll just stay out of people's way. Because people are too complicated. And speaking of the blacksmith, she now looks like the blacksmith. I don't know if that helps or not. It probably doesn't. I don't know. It's confusing. It doesn't. It doesn't. You let her go in. I was in the tree. I was just keeping watch. I wasn't doing anything. You've got you've, you've to get her out of there. Her, her dad... He's gone mad. He's gone. He he found out she'd gone today, and he is tearing the house apart looking for her. And Nazir and Mathilde, they've they've been out. They they think that the orcs have got her. They're gonna. I don't know what they're gonna do, but she needs to get back home. I, I need to find her. You need to help me find her, and we need to get her back home before things before things kick off. Reuven, I'm afraid we can't really walk into that compound without dying. Oh, please tell me you didn't. Did you have anything to do with those deaths last night? Oh, please tell me, Kayla said. And I just, like, kick my fingers and Fenris runs over. Oh, Kayla, what have you got yourself into? Kayla could well be dead if we hadn't been there. I And I really appreciate that. And in terms of her dad, I think that bridge might already be burned. I don't know if she's coming back. I think she wants to find Bobby. Get the hell out of town. What do I do, though? But her dad is... Her dad will tear apart the town looking for her. And then you can help get her out. How? Yeah, we're still working on that, but... Does she really love this, this Barbie? She does. She's committed. She has no interest in that wedding in a few weeks' time. Oh, no, no one would have any interest in Mathilde. He's awful. Fair enough. Isn't he, like, your cousin or something? No, no, he's a family friend. I don't... No one likes him. Okay, fair enough. Does she, you know, if she runs off to marry this this Barvi, if she runs off with this this orc, she'll never be able to come back. Does she really mean it? Does she really want to do this? Idea. Mathilde just like has a has a tragic accident outside the town, outside the orc compound, and whoever Barvi's supposed to marry also has a tragic accident, and then we escape town, and then. Neither of them could get married, and then they end up marrying each other. Happy ever after. Bit murdery, but okay. <laughs> also, there's a there's a definite like gap in the logic there. Like we kill lots of people. <laughs> dot dot dot. They live happily ever after. Like there's definitely something needs to fill that gap. <laughs> and he's not the best at the uh, logic. Ruben, do you do the same disguisey, illusiony, complicated, magicy stuff as Kay? No, but I do have some really good hats. Nice. Can I have a hat? And they get like out their pocket and they unroll like a flat cap and they hand it to you. I mean, when you look like me, 
I find a really good hat and no one knows who you are. I do feel like the hat is helping. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty pleased with how things are working out. You look fetching in this flat cap. It's like a little tweed thing and it really sets off the blue in your skin and they're like, nice. They've got like a little beret and they take it off and they put like a beanie on and it could be a different person. This guy's hat. I've got this guy's hat. But, you know, if she really loves this Barbie, I've only ever wanted Kay to be happy and... If you want Kay to be happy, you need to help us. The only thing that will make Kay happy is being with Barbie, as far as I can tell. She was devastated when we saw her this morning with the news that she had. She she wrote me this letter and I've I've never read anything so heartfelt. I can tell she really wants to be with this woman and I'll help her. I'll help her if I have to, but I need to know how to help her. Just tell me what to do. Hey, Lith. Oh, I'm here too. What are you doing? Well, I just made a big bang. You did, and the dogs are all distracted. And I want to use that distraction to jump out of the way and hide from these dogs. I'm going to say, is that a stealth check or a dex check? Uh, well, it's kind of the same thing, to be honest. Give me one of those bad boys. Swear my dice today. Curse. No, it's eight. Eight. Yeah, you do, and you stumble, and you sort of fall and you catch yourself on a tree. And the noise of whacking into the tree brings the dog's attentions back to you. And you can see, roll an insight check. Ten. Honestly, dude, you've got to stop. You've got to stop. Um, with a ten, I look curious, but not necessarily as hostile as you might expect. Okay, in that case, I'm just going to walk quite quickly towards the main house. They are following you, but at a distance. I genuinely don't think there's anything I can do about these dogs at this point. I, I've... You have an animal handling skill. Yeah, but what am I going to do? Animal handle them into thinking I'm not a, an elf. Like You could animal handle them into thinking you're friendly. It's also a plus one, so it's not exactly... like. Okay, I... don't do it then. See if I care. I, I guess I do animal handling to try to shoo them away? Go and roll me an animal handling check. Yeah, it's an eight. They're still following. Yeah, exactly. Okay, what are you going to do? They're, they are, and it's not so much that they're hostile, it's just that they're drawing attention to you. Yeah. So people around you, you know, these dogs are probably not going to attack you, but the people around you would probably notice that it's the dogs are behaving weirdly about you. Yeah, I want to lean into that. I'm going to go over to a nearby orc and say... Um, uh, you, those dogs are acting very strange. Are they okay? Is there um some kind of I don't know anything you can do to shoo them away? They're freaking me out a little bit. Roll a deception check. At advantage because I'm passing myself off to somebody else. Sure. Those are the good rolls. That's a twenty-five. He says, "Oh, now you mention it, they're looking a bit off, aren't they?" What? Yeah, they're acting very strange. And he calls the dogs over. He says, well, I, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, what was the name? Mr. Oh, I'm uh, Drud the Blacksmith. I, um, I heard there was some uh, blacksmithing needed doing in the uh, in the, the big house over there. So I was just heading my way there. Yeah, all right, all right. I'll uh, get these uh, dogs sorted and you head your way over there then. Thank you very much. And I'm going to head, try and head into the main house. 
Okay, you get to the door of the main house, and what are you doing? Uh, is there? Is it just a door? Is there a guard? What am I seeing? There does not seem to be any guards. It kind of is like, it's often the metaphor I use, bees don't let anything in their beehive. But once you're in the beehive, they assume you're just another bee, no matter how off you are. So in this situation, it seems as though if you've made it into the orc compound, they're kind of assuming that you are supposed to be there. So there is no orcs guarding the door, but there is a large oak double door. I knock on the door. Uh, You pause for a heartbeat and a well-dressed orc man opens the door and says, Yes? Oh, hello. I um, was told there was some blacksmithery you're doing. I think it was the... um... Bavrin, Bavro, but someone's room needed something repairing done, but in the windows. To my understanding, there is no blacksmith appointments today. Lord Thunderstone has not made any blacksmithing appointments today. No, well, it wasn't an appointment, you see. Someone just came and found me and told me to get here quick sharpish before the party tonight. And you say Bavrin Thunderstone. That was it, yeah, Bavrin. Yeah, that was the one. The young miss of the house. This is most irregular. I don't believe young miss Bavrin has anything in her room that needs seeing to. Would you like to discuss this with Lord Thunderstone? No. Um, well, I don't think it's necessary to disturb my lord for such a minor thing. It's just a quick little bit of metal work on the windows needs repairing i won't won't be a minute metal work on the windows roll a luck roll me luck straight up and down d20 yeah because that's been going really well so far that's 14 ah yes well the windows are made of metal well yeah the hinges and things like that obviously the window itself is wood but there's hinges and things that are metal Please wait here a moment while I speak to young Miss Bavrim. And he shuts the door on you and he walks upstairs and you can hear a... And he walks back down and he opens the door and says, Please, Mr... What was your name? Mr... What was it again? Drum. Drud. Drum. Drud. 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 Yeah, Drud. Please, Mr. Drud, do follow me. And he takes you upstairs and he leads you upstairs into Bavrim's room. And you can see her standing there. She is even more beautiful than you remember. She, her face has lit up. She is wearing something that you've never really seen her in before. Normally when you've seen orcs about town, they are wearing browns and greys and whites and beiges. But she is in this beautiful, bright red tunic and dark green leggings and she has so much of this beautiful jewelry on her she is laden with gold and she's made up in the most beautiful way and as you see her your breath catches for a second and then you realize that standing next to her is another young female orc who is dressed a little less lavishly she is a little less lavish but she is she's beautiful too and roll an insight check 11 clearly some kind of familial relation but you don't know what if it was just her i had a great idea but if there's two of them i'm really like and even more so is 
The butler doesn't seem to be leaving. <laughs> you can't know you know, no. Omatine and Arnolf. Reuven says, please, I only care that she's happy. Exactly. And so this is what we're going to do. You can say, unlike the rest of your elven family, you're not interested in war, the rivalry with the orcs. You just want to find the killer. You just want to restore peace. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. Exactly. You're not even lying. It's, it's all just coming together. It's perfect. So, okay. you can say that you tracked a wolf similar to the one that you've heard described from the fight to this forest. Maybe the wolf's planning another attack. There was someone with the wolf. Which will be Arnie, by the way, like, just in case that wasn't clear. Hi, Arnie. Yeah, hi. You will go up to the gods. You come in peace, wave the white flag, all that jazz. And you can explain that you are here kind of unofficially, but you are part of the elf house. You're trying to bring peace. And you can say that in the forest nearby, there is a wolf. And the guards will come running, and we will get Fenris to make sure that he's noticeable at exactly the right moment. Guards, they go charging out. They're distracted. They think they've seen the killer. Fenris, wild goose chase all around the forest. This message will be convincing if it's coming from you, particularly because it's genuine, but also you're an elf, you're a peacemaker, you're trying to repair the damage that was done yesterday. That gets the guards away from the gate, allows us to get inside the compound, see what we can do to help. They're going to kill me. If I go up to them, they're, they're going to kill me. Not if you uh, have the the white branch thing flag. And, and Arnie just grabs a, grabs a tree branch and just hands it to you. Roll me a persuasion check at advantage. Really? I have no, I have no persuasion. I will let either of you do it. I would say probably Omatine is the best one to do it because they have done the majority of the talking. At advantage? At advantage because they really want to help. Dirty 20. Let's roll a wisdom check. <laughs> it's a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be on your own. You're not going to be a threat. It'll just be you. You can say, you, you, you know, there were some elves here earlier, but you're not with the elves now. This is you unofficially trying to work behind the scenes, repair, rebuild bridges, something. What do you do with bridges? I don't know. You get the idea. And they say, yeah, okay, okay, I'll do it. I've got this. Yeah. Can I just ask, is it reasonable to say that before going into the orc compound, we wrote a letter to Barvi to explain some stuff? I will say, roll an intelligence check. No, don't leave that up to the dice. Not my dice. Oh, it's a seven. No, hang on, intelligence, it's an eight. With an eight? You thought to write a letter that says, it's Kaleth. Well, that's all you have on you. Hello, Kaleth here. <laughs> okay. With, so there's, in the room, there's Barvi and two others. There is the younger orc woman and the orc butler. Okay. Uh, um, it, it's quite a simple thing that needs doing, but um, might take a little bit of time, quite a bit of dust and things. You might not want to be around. Your beautiful dresses might get a bit ruined, so um, I, I need about 
half an hour or so to make these windows right. So maybe go and uh, do whatever you do, and I'll um, I'll just get on with my thing here and let you know when I'm done, okay? And the two orc women exchange glances, and the one that isn't Bavrim says, Oh, really, really sorry, but we're not supposed to leave this room right now. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Oh. Roll me a persuasion check. Persuasion, okay. Oh, that's, that's fine. That's an 18 plus 6, so 24. And the butler says, well, ladies, I'm certain we can find you somewhere more comfortable to sit while the nice gentleman does his work. And the two, the two girls look at each other and they nod and they are ushered out of the room and you are alone in your true love's bedroom all by yourself. What are you going to do? Ooh. Don't say sniff her knickers. I mean, I thought we could do this entirely PG-13. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> no, I actually, I assume, I'm, I mean, I'm assuming there's a writing desk and paper somewhere. Roll a perception check. Why must I roll a two on my perception? It's a four. No paper. There's, seriously? No paper. Sorry, I don't make the rules. The dice make the you rules. You literally make the rules. You literally are the person who makes them. You can easily give me paper there. The dice makes the rules. Of a message into the wall. <laughs> Well, but the thing is, that's going to be that's going to be too obvious. Like, it needs to be something hidden. It wasn't a serious suggestion. Don't worry. <laughs> Did you say that you had a piece of paper that said it's Kaelith? I do have a bit of paper. Okay. Can you slip that into her like knicker drawer or something? <laughs> something that someone else in that room wouldn't go into. Okay, so I have this bit of paper that says it's Kaelith. Is there a writing implement nearby, or do I need to? open my wrist and write it in blood. That's so Roll metal. A perception. Roll an investigation check. For a oh, that, that's better. Uh, that is a 13. There's a pen. How much room do I have on this bit of paper? <laughs> it's a small bit of paper. It's a small bit of paper. You've got the back as well. Okay. In that case, I would like to quickly write a message to Barbie that says... So on the front it says, it's Kaleth. I'm going to turn it over and say, love the dress. That'll do. Um, yeah, love the dress. We're going to try and break you out of here. If that's okay. <laughs> I did kill your brother, though. <laughs> we'll be at the party tonight. Look out for my liar. Let me know whether you want to run away with me. Signed, K and a heart. I would like to hide this letter somewhere where I think she will find it, but where it's not like really, really obvious where it is. Roll a intelligence check. That's a five. Mm, you hide it. You hide it real good. But you'd think a freaking bard with... Jackable trades and expertise would be better at their freaking skill checks. Yeah, so you, with a five, you hide it real good. You hide it super good. Yeah, I, I hide it. Just, it's just kind of poking out of, like, very obviously poking out from under a book or something. In a and way. it says it's K yeah, it, like, in really big letters. Yeah, yeah that, bit's, that bit's up. Because the other side is like, <laughs> I'm gonna, we're going to break out of here. Yeah.